day is it today? I have no idea. It's a day. It's a day. Hey guys, Linda and Twee, welcome to 90 Day the Melanated Way. We are going to do all the housekeeping stuff first and foremost, and then we'll get into this single life business. Uh, let me first uh, shout out my Patreon subscribers that help keep this show going. Olivia, Vanessa, Trisha, Sandra, Carol, Trina, Danielle, Rebecca, Marianne, Nia, Rodella, Linda, Lydia, Brianna, Crystal, Nicole, Amanda, Jalisa, Donna over at Anchor FM, and there is Mason, who's new. What up, live chat? Um, guys, what's happening? It's a lot happening in the 90-day world. Like, so, there's so much happening in the 90-day world. Like, I, it's like a full-time job, y'all. It really is. And I, I'm kind of here for it. Uh, what do I want to talk about first? Uh, let's uh, support the page, you guys, whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. Thumbs up really help. Hearts really help. Likes, subscribes, all of that stuff helps. Um, I'm doing the countdown to my birthday at the end of the month, guys. So if you can support this show, I would appreciate it. Uh, the scrolling ticker on the bottom of that screen gives you all my Cash App, Venmo, PayPal information. And uh, yeah. So first, I'm going to start off with we're still catching up. We're still catching up on The Single Life, so I'm not going to do any spoilers with that explosive tell-all, okay? We're going we're gonna to wait till we get there, and then we're going to talk about it. But what I will say is that I'm loving going through this journey. I'm kind of loving the fact that we're behind a little bit to see how this thing all ends up playing out, because it's outrageous. Like, the ends of it all, the mollies of it all. Danielle's like it's 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 a lot it's a lot and it's just showing me how dating is just really something else it's really something else um and on a side note you guys if you haven't heard and I'm gonna dive in, in into it in news and gossip tomorrow but Stephanie from Stephanie and Harris or Stephanie and Ryan however you want to look at it is in the hot seat over in Michigan with the attorney general and when I tell you guys that Stephanie is doing the most and she has a 10 days to take down and retract the fact that she's saying that some of her products at her medical spa, um, allegedly saying, by the way, allegedly saying, uh, help prevent COVID. And the attorney general is not messing around with her. Like they sent her an official letter. You guys can head over to Melanated Way over on uh, Instagram to get all the details or you can join our show tomorrow because we're going to be talking about it. Um, but I will say this just as of maybe 15 minutes ago, Stephanie took to Instagram and it's basically offering $10,000. She's offering $10,000 you guys to anyone that can find her actually saying that her products help prevent COVID. Now, there are, like, that's a challenge. You know that there are internet sleuths. There are people who take, like, literal true crime and solve real crimes because that's all they do all day. Now, I want to read to you what she said, and then I want to show you something real quick before I get into the show. I totally know I'm going off on a tangent, but it's just, it's too much tea. And news and gossip, I'll give you the real, real tea tomorrow. However, she says, mirror, mirror on the wall, who has the truthful story 
every time after all. Then she says, me, with the hands up emoji. Then she goes on to say, since so many will need convincing, it's time to put my money where my mouth is. $10,000 to the person who can find words from my mouth saying what is being said, dot, 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 dumbass quotes, don't count, she says. Princess, she's calling herself Princess, spills her own tea. Good luck. And again, it must be exactly what is being spread, contrived, interpretations need not apply. Okay. Now, like I said, there are internet sleuths, and I'm going to shout out uh, one of my favorite meme pages because she, I mean, the name alone is hilarious. Uh, let me just find it because I wasn't planning on doing it, but it's in my head. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. Ghost of uh, Lisa's Baby Toe. She found an old video, you guys, an old video. And I'm going to kind of try to play it for you real quick. Okay, so you guys, she's saying that she's never said that that product, so Laurelin or whatever it is, uh, doesn't boost the immune system. But she just said in a, a previous video, old, old video, that I did that for colds and flus. So it's not far-fetched that she said that about COVID. And I know that there's going to be somewhere else, someone out there is going to find it because she has said it in the past. So for her to say that she's never said it and to challenge people and say that she's going to pay $10,000, she better get her debit card ready, her Zelle, her Cash App, her Venmo, her PayPal, whatever the case may be, she better get it ready because someone's going to find it. Because that went out, her little challenge went out like 15 minutes ago, and someone already, just like I showed you, found it in five minutes. And so the most recent one, they're going to find that too. So I can't wait, you guys, because... You know, you're talking about speaking truth. I really hope that you're speaking truth because it kind of sounds like you're not, allegedly. Anywho, uh, I'll continue news and gossip, you guys, tomorrow on the news and gossip show. Let's get into 90 Day The Single Life. Ed. I'm just calling him Ed now because that is his name. And um I don't even know, you guys. Ed, he he's shaving, okay? So he's shaving his body with paint brushes and like as if he's painting a wall with one of those paint rollers and like that little sleigh thing that you put the paint in, but it's full of nair. And he's like brushing his whole entire body. I've never seen anything like it, you guys, in my entire life. Like I honestly, I've never seen anything like it. Um, I have used nair way back in the day but that stuff burns. So I can't imagine putting it all over your body all at once. I can't imagine that. And I also can't imagine being a grown ass man 
and having your mom help you shave your body. Now, a lot of men shave, and I have no problem with that. You do what makes you feel beautiful, and you do what makes you feel happy, and that's fine. In the case of Ed, though, it concerns me because I have concerns about Ed, and we all know what those concerns are. I have those concerns, and I feel like, to put it kindly, I feel like the reason why he wants to have a smooth body is that reminds him of a young body. And that's a little concerning to me. It's a little, it's a little concerning to me. So here he is shaving off his whole entire body with nair and rollers. And it's bringing me to my first question because, I mean, I don't even know. But I'm going to ask it to you. At what age does your mom stop helping you shave? Like, my mom never, ever helped me shave. She showed me how to shave. And then, you know, if you're at an age where you can shave, you're old enough to be able to shave yourself. So I, I don't understand. You can take your BMW and go to the spa. And I know that we're in a pandemic time. So maybe he couldn't go to a spa. But I don't know. I just... At what age does your mom stop helping you shave? At what age? Because he's, what, 52, 54? Something like that. He's in his 50s. And mom's helping you shave. And not only is mom helping you shave, you're like, oh, I'm burning up. And you go and take a shower. And then mom just opens the door and sees you naked. Like, it's uh, it's all a lot. It's just all, It's all a lot for me. I'm not for it at all. Um, so he's getting ready for his date with Liz. And in the meantime, his naked nair self is also having some wine and he drinks a lot of wine, which, you know, I love wine too, but I don't know. I have no point of saying that. Well, I do, but I don't want to be mean. I just think that, you know, I just, you know what I think you guys, I, his mom Norma, she seems so kind and sweet. And I guess I can't reconcile the two of them, if that makes sense. Like, I just, I wonder what she really thinks about her son. And I know, like, moms love their children unconditionally. But I think that there are also times for tough love. And this might be one of those times. Right. So because he finally tells her about Liz's age being 28 and he's taking her on a date. And I felt like that was an opportunity for her to say, hey, listen, you know, Rose was like 21, 22 and now 28. Both these girls are younger than your your daughter. Your daughter's 30 years old. And yet you're going after girls that are younger than your daughter. And I feel like her, his mom could really say, like, how would you feel? How would you feel? If your daughter was being pursued by a man like you, would you think that that was okay? It's a teaching opportunity. And I think that someone really needs to have that conversation with Big Ed because I don't think he gets it. And it, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I just, ugh. Deborah says, I don't think moms are supposed to shave you ever. <laughs> Those are facts. Um, so he's taking Liz on, uh, goat yoga. I don't know if any of you guys have done goat yoga. It's actually usually super fun. 
I don't know what happened there. I don't know if it was because the cameras and stuff, but it did seem really awkward. And Ed looked crazy. He he just looked crazy. He looked crazy. He looked like he couldn't do the moves. He looked like he couldn't like stand up, which is fine. I mean, I think that being cooped up for so long after this whole pandemic, I probably look crazy going to the gym too. But it was more than that. Like it was his faces that he was making and just all of it. It was just not a good look. It was not a good look as far as I was concerned. Um, but he's concerned if he's moving in the same direction as Liz, because he says he's ready for a relationship, which really does bring me to my next question. Um, do you guys think, is Ed, is Ed ready for a relationship? Is he ready to be in a relationship? Knowing everything that you already know, do you think Ed is ready to be in a relationship? Hey, Jojo. Hey, girl. Hey. Vanessa said, it's hard to believe Ed has just not dated between his divorce and Rose. Hey, TG. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, Judy doesn't think he's ready. Well, Judy, guess what? I don't think he's ready either. Here's what I think. Like TG. Hell no. Ed needs to sit down. I think he needs to take several seats and those several seats need to be at his therapist. I think he needs to be open and honest with his therapist about what his real issues are. And hey, Black Shelly, hey girl, hey. Um, and his real issues are dating. Dating and the fact that he likes to date very young women. The fact that he is constantly switching out. If you see anything on his social media, switching out women all the time. And I personally think that he thinks that he gets validation from any attention, whether it's good or bad from females. And I think that that's something that he needs to work on. And I also think that he doesn't value women in relationships. I'm just gonna say it. Like I, I, and I think that that's part of the reason why he targets such young females. I really do. I think that if he had the opportunity, cause he said, if you guys remember, um, either on Bears All or the Tella that he's not attracted to women his own age and he feels like he's a young person and all this stuff, which is fine. In normal situations, I would tell you age it really is just a number if you really connect with that person. However, when you are literally targeting women and excluding other women because of their age, that says a lot about you. That says a lot about you. And if you can't have a conversation or you feel like you are not attracted to someone your own age, what does that say about you? Do you know what I mean? And for the simple fact that you want to date women that are younger than your daughter, again, what does that say about you? And to me, a lot of it has to do with control. A lot of it, in my personal opinion, is predatory behavior. And I think that he should look at that. He should look at that and he should talk to a therapist with that. And since he's made it so very public that he is seeking therapy, which I think is a fantastic thing. I think that we should all normalize therapy. However, I think that he needs to be honest in his therapy sessions about what his real issues are. So on that note, uh, they do this goat yoga. It didn't look like it was fun to me personally. Normally, it is a really a good time. Um, I mean, they didn't even get to have the nice, cute little goats come on your back. 
that part is so funny and fun and you feel like oh i don't want to move because i don't want them to fall but they have like extra super strength balance it's really quite fun normally um but he brought wine after their uh goat yoga he forgot the wine glasses and then they just drank out the bottle which to me was weird because again we're in the middle of covid right so if you're wearing masks and washing hands and you know not swapping bodily fluids and all of that stuff then why are you two drinking out of the same bottle on the second date amanda says i want to go to goat yoga amanda when you come out here to visit we'll go to goat yoga so again i got distracted by them you know popping the, the wine bottle together but it is what it is if they're comfortable if they love it i love it and they start talking about their relationship and in this episode so episode seven liz doesn't seem like she's super into it to me she seems like she's like trying to entertain it and trying to see and feel out the relationship but i think it's interesting because it's only a second date. So like, why are we all moving so quickly? Like that's the vibe I'm getting with all of them. Knowing that there's a bazillion like episodes ahead of us. Why are we so rushed, rushed? Why are we so pressed for time? You're on date two. Like why? I don't know how you all date, but like, I don't need to have a conversation about like, where are we going? What does this mean? What does this relationship mean? Right? Like on the second date, just go and have some fun. And get to know each other. And then if, if there's a vibe and you're a connection, then have those conversations. But like, I don't know where, like, where, where do we stand? And like, are we in a relationship? And that it, it's awkward. And it's a lot for a date too. Just do some yoga, drink some wine and say, Hey, let's do this again. Am I wrong? Hey, Crystal. Hey girl. Hey. She says, Ed is pressed, not Liz. Uh, Faith is wondering if I watched the reunion. Yes, Faith, I've watched the reunion, but we're not going to talk about the reunion until... Actually, let me clarify. I've watched parts of the reunion. I haven't watched it in its entirety because I want to wait until we as a show have caught up and talk about it and have like the surprise of it all at the end. So... Uh, I'm not going to discuss any spoilers or anything that happened on the tell-all. But I will say this, you guys. If you've already watched the tell-all because you guys are all caught up in all of that stuff, the tell-all, I'm sure, is the best 90-day tell-all that they've ever had. And they need to do all the tell-alls like that because it keeps us entertained. And that's why we watch the show. Hey, Fiona. Hey, girl. Hey, you're new. Um, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of allegations and accusations about Big Ed. And, uh, I don't know if you guys know this and I'm definitely not going to get into it now, but <clears throat> there is a second accuser that has come forth, uh, in this week. And so, you know, there are definitely some serious allegations going on about Big Ed and, you know, I think someone's going to need to address them at some point. And so that is what I'll say about Big Ed. So Liz feels guarded for now. 
she doesn't know if she's open to having a relationship quite yet since she just recently got out of her second marriage. And, you know, granted, so be it. But I'm curious to know if you had all these doubts, because since I've been watching, and again, we're only on episode seven, but since I've been watching, she's had doubts the whole time. So I'm curious to find out when it flips the switch and she decided that she wanted to be in a relationship with him. And, like, all that. I was about to, like say something but I won't say it because we're not there yet so I'm surprised that they end up in a relationship that's what I'll say always go with your gut instinct if your gut is saying something's off then something's off and if you're doing it for any other reason besides actually loving the person then shame on you unless you have like an agreement and said hey we're gonna we're gonna do this for you know the fame of it all or whatever that's it that's all that really stood out to me with Ed. Moving on to Fernanda. So Fernanda uh, is having breakfast with her roommate, Vanessa. She's talking about her date with Robbie. She really loves, not loves, likes Robbie and wants to see him again, wants to get to know him, is attracted to him. Um, I thought it was interesting that she said that her therapist said not to take everything as a red flag. I was like, Who, what? Listen, y'all, if there is a red flag flying and we see them all the time on 90 Day Fiance, don't ignore those red flags because those are the same red flags that are going to become the issue in your relationship that's going to break up your relationship. Do not ignore the red flags. And I'm not a therapist, okay? But I'm going to tell you those red flags are there for a reason. So if those red flags are like, messing with your soul then do not ignore them that is like that is like the lord in your gut telling you stop pay attention okay so again i'm no therapist but what i'm not about to do is ignore some red flag can you imagine okay can you imagine and i'm totally being extra dramatic right now but i'm being extra dramatic because i'm i'm trying to prove a point but can you imagine that there is a crazy killer down the block okay and you don't know he's a crazy killer but you're walking down the block and your gut is like ooh something's off with that dude oh no something's off Red flag, red flag, red flag. Are you then going to ignore the red flags and then just walk into the lion's den? Or perhaps will you switch course or pull out your mace or pull out your phone or something? Will you, will you react or will you just ignore it? And if I sound ridiculous saying I would ignore it, then that's as much as ridiculousness as it is to ignore red flags in a potential relationship. Anyhow. Don't ignore red flags. Anyhow, she's going to go out. Fernanda's going to go out with her friends. And she wants Robbie to join them. And since things were opening up in Chicago, they're going to have like a, you know, a party night. Drinks night. And uh, we meet her friend, uh, Sarah and Vanessa, her roommate, and they basically like, you know, are trying to be there for their girl, Fernanda. And 
I thought it was interesting because they get there, they're all talking, having a good time, and they've invited Robbie over, and Robbie comes, and the first thing he like, you know, arrives, he announces himself, he kisses Fernanda, and then he does this to camera, and he says, he says, um, yeah, you know, we're, I really am enjoying spending time with her and that they're taking it slow. I was like, you're taking what slow? I, I, and I'm confused. I'm asking you all because you're taking what slow you've got, you've had, this is your second date. Your first date was just the night before y'all made out that first night. And then we saw you make out even more on the second night. So like, what part are you taking slow? Are you taking the dating slow or are you taking, are you in a relationship and you're taking the relationship show slow or are you taking like the PDA slow? Like uh, maybe I don't know what the definition of slow is, but back to back dates is not taking anything slow. I mean, I don't know, but we find out a lot about Robbie um, apparently he's like, you know, a do-gooder. He gives back to his community. He's a trial attorney, um, that said that he helps like, you know, the underprivileged underserved, which I thought was great. He owns his own law firm, which I thought was great. He's asked like what he likes about Fernanda. And he says that he likes her independence and a woman who stands up for herself. And that just turned Fernanda on. And she, turned her head all passionately and started making out with him and making out with him some more and more and more and more and more and more because she couldn't get enough. And uh, I was surprised that she didn't sleep with him. And the producers asked, are you going to sleep with him tonight? And she's like, um, I don't know. She said, yes, you are, Fernanda. Yes, you are. Then they fast forward. It's the morning. She's having cake for breakfast. And she says she needs the carbs because of all the alcohol. And then she tells us that she never slept with with him because uh, she didn't, she doesn't want to get hurt and she's afraid and she has abandonment issues, all of that stuff. So here's my question. First question for you. Do you think Fernanda slept with Robbie? Do you think, even though she said she didn't, do you guys think that she did? Is my first question for you guys. TG says, cake for breakfast. I've been there. And Christine says, he had absolutely no personal space boundaries, comprehensive, nor empathy, too aggressive. And Michelle says, yes. Michelle, hey girl, hey. Um, I agree with you. Judy, same thing. I agree with you. I think that she did, but she was saving face. I think that that's what happened. That's, I think, what happened. But, I mean, what do we know? And so be it. If she's attracted to him, she wanted to get down, go ahead and get down. Get yours. Get you some, girl. Uh, my next question for you guys is, do you think Fernanda is ready to date? And here's why I asked that question. So she, too, is seeing a therapist. And she calls her therapist and she still has a lot of anger over her relationship uh, with Jonathan. She feels abandoned. Um, she also feels abandoned from her dad. And we find out in this episode that she's had no real relationship with her dad. It's always been her grandparents that have taken care of her. 
um, and that she thought that when she moved to Chicago, she would have a better relationship with her dad um, and she really wants to heal. So there's a lot of uh, trust and abandonment issues there. And her therapist gives her some homework that she needs to speak to her dad. And so that's why I'm asking you if you think she's ready today. I think maybe she needs to heal and needs to figure out how to deal with the abandonment and the anger and what she wants in a relationship. And I say all that to say, I guess not because we already know that she ends up, she ends up not being single by the end of this. So either she worked on her issues or she just decided that she was going to jump into another relationship. I don't know, but we know how it ends up for her and it doesn't end up with Robbie. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Molly. So Molly spent the night with Kelly and I'm going to, before I, Should I do it now or should I do it after? I'll do it now. So if you guys have not been, actually, I want to do this question first. I'm curious. How do you guys feel about public displays of affection? So we saw Fernanda doing a lot of making out in her segment. How do you guys feel about that? Are you guys okay with public displays of affection or are you guys not okay with it? I know it's either like I'm cool with it or I'm not cool with it. It, It's really right down the middle. Amanda says no PDA for us. So yeah, I've noticed that about this question that it's really either you you're for it or you're not for it. Some people are for it and some people are not for it. I myself, want to know what you guys think. (laughs) Judy says, I'm okay with it. And Black Shelly says, PDA, everything in moderation. And JoJo says, as long as it's not as excessive, it's okay. So yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting where we all kind of stand with that. So Molly spent the night with Kelly and apparently they both had a great time. They have a great connection. Uh, they really enjoyed each other. And we find out that Kelly is a bit of a snorer. And Molly said it sounded like firecrackers at first that hit a freight train. And y'all, I don't know if you've ever been a partner, if you've ever been with a partner that snores, but that is the hardest thing to fall asleep to. I have to tell, like, woo, snores. Y'all, snores, snores, snores. It's, it's it's a hard life. It's a hard life. Um, but I hear like there's beds for it now and pillows for it and earplugs and nose plugs and all that stuff. So um, I guess they'll they'll figure out how to work that out. So Molly's off to make breakfast. She's gonna do a good old southern breakfast of grits and and bacon and juice and coffee and then they're gonna have a day of kayaking and you know i thought that that was really sweet spending some time with kingsley i loved how kingsley when she got home from her dad's like oh the door opened and she kind of pushed molly to the side and greeted kelly and i thought oh you know that's pretty sweet you know like obviously they're already starting to develop a relationship you can see that she likes them way better than she liked louise and 
his temperament seems like he's level-headed. So I'm excited to see where they go and how they bond because it's really obviously important. Um, and then the next day they met with Olivia. Now Olivia's a little bit harder because Olivia is older and she knows Molly's track record with men. So she's guarded and says, you know, my mom has a bad track record. Her and Molly are having a difficult few years. And I know that some of you know that a lot of that played out on social media and it was really, really sad. And I really do hope that they mend their relationship. Um, but, you know, part of that hurt is the fact that Olivia felt hurt and anger towards her mom because she feels like her mom put her relationship with men over her relationship with her children. And she feels protective now. She feels protective for Kingsley because she grew up in a household where that happened to her. And so she doesn't want that to happen to, to Kingsley, which I can totally understand. Like, you know, those of you guys that have kids already and, you know, are on the dating scene, I know a lot of women are very fierce about protecting their children and their feelings. And before they introduce any man, like it has to be super, super serious before they're like bringing men into the house and you meeting the children. But then there are other people who aren't as strict and, you know, a lot of relationships go in and out, in and out, in and out. And, and the children are meeting, you know, a lot of different people. And, you know, that can be hard, especially when the children are younger, uh, developing relationships and, and feeling like, Hey, whatever the mom or the dad, whoever it is, the parent is kind of in and out with different people. They can't keep up and that can be scarring. So I kind of get what Olivia is saying. She's saying, Hey, I've been there, done that. I hope that you're not moving too fast. And again, this is another person that I'm like, well, she went there for three days and then to New York is there. And then he came and he's staying for a long weekend or whatever it is. And so it hasn't been a lot of time. And I know that I've had this conversation all the way since my after buzz days. And I'm going to tell you guys, if you're new to my show, this is how I feel. I feel like if you have a long distance online relationship, it's not a relationship. It's a relationship as soon as you guys are in person, because you can present whoever you want to be via FaceTime, via Zoom call, all of that stuff. You can be all lovey-dovey because you miss the person. It's great. You can send a beautiful text message and a beautiful good morning love and all of that stuff. And you can open your heart and spill all about your history and all of that stuff. But it's not until you guys are face-to-face -face and spend some time together that it becomes a real relationship. And none of you will convince me otherwise. None of you will convince me otherwise. I've had this discussion up and down, left and right. And I personally don't think that, A, if you've never met the person in real life, but you've just talked to them on the phone and text with them, I don't believe that's a relationship. I don't. I, I, I do not. Maybe you have like an online friendship, but you don't have a relationship with that person. And so when people say, hey, yeah, we've been together for like two years. Well, no, let me, that's exaggerating. Okay. No, we've been together for like eight months. Oh yeah. And you've seen each other once for a two day weekend. 
That's all I'm saying. I don't know. I know I know I'm gonna hear in the comments. I know y'all are gonna come for me, but that's how I feel. I feel like if it's not in real life and you don't spend some real time, and I'm not saying you have to date forever. I'm saying that you just need to spend some real quality time in person for you to know for sure if A, that's your person, if B, you're in a real relationship. Listen, y'all, it's 2021. That person can have a full-on family that you know nothing about, but you see them on, on in their little screens day in and day out, and you think you know them. So, like, don't be fooled. Anyhow, so I understand Olivia's concerns. I understand why she's guarded. I do think that Kelly presents as level-headed, although I think he's a little too quiet and he hasn't opened up enough and he hasn't talked about his history except for being in like general terms. So that's my only concern. Now, here's what you missed, you guys. So Molly, after part one of the tell-all, which we're not talking about today, but after part one of the tell-all, she went to social media and she posted uh, some really cute photos of her and Kelly's journey. And the comment section blew up on the melanated way because we reposted a couple of her photos and everyone was like, oh, Kelly looks like Louise. Kelly looks like Louise. Louise looks like Kelly. And so I created a side-by-side -side photo array and we did a poll. And thousands of you, and I, I added it to Facebook and 48 hours you could vote whether you thought they looked the same or not. And thousands and thousands and thousands of you guys voted. And um, I have a personal history with, with Molly, if you guys didn't know. Uh, so I reached out to her and asked her to announce the results, and she did. And we tallied up the results, and you guys got to go check it out on Instagram to find out what the results were. She did a video for us. I think I actually, I don't know if you guys, you can remind me if I did. I might have posted it to to Facebook for you guys too, so you can see it there as well. Um, but yeah, I don't think they look alike. And it was a fierce debate, y'all. It was a fierce. People were really in their feelings about it. And maybe if I can still find the photo, I'll show you. Um, people were really like feeling themselves. And I have to tell you guys that, you know, we don't all look alike. Just saying. Just saying, but I can see why people would think they looked similar. All right. Here's the photo, you guys, if I can. I, sorry, I can't make it bigger. Y'all see it? So, like, I can see that there's some similarities. And I'll pop it up again on Facebook after the show. There's some similarities, but we all have types. Like, Drake is my type. Do you know what I mean? Hint, hint, Drake, if you ever see this. Drake is my type. We all have types. And so... I think maybe, maybe one of the reasons, <laughs> maybe one of the reasons uh, I'm single now is my type is all over the board, actually. It's Drake, but it could not be Drake. It could be some other people as well. Maybe I got to stick to one type, and then that way I'll be able to, like, be laser-focused. 
Um, Jojo says, you're entitled to your opinion, Linda, but I go with you on LDR. What's that mean? What's LDR? What am I missing? Fiona says, I met my husband on Tinder while on holiday five years ago. We met in person after a few weeks and we did long distance for two years. Um, I fly three and a half hours every two weeks to see him when we got married three years ago. Oh, Fiona, that's a beautiful love story. A, congratulations. And B, congratulations. And C, you give me hope. That's wonderful. I still feel the way I feel, though, by the way. Uh, hey, Angelica. Hey, girl. Hey. She says, I'm in a long-distance relationship with my boyfriend for almost two years now, and I can't travel due to COVID restrictions. I hope we can pull through. Oh, you absolutely will pull through. And if you guys have made it this long, you know, they're starting to lift some of the travel restrictions and looks like, you know, I think by the maybe the end of the year, things will seem semi-normal. So just hang in there, Angelica. Oh, long-distance relationships is what JoJo is saying. Yeah, okay, so maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Like, maybe I guess I'm just not good at long-distance relationships. Maybe that's what it is. But I will say this. I'm sticking to my story. I just, if you just know someone online, that's it. You're not in a relationship. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry, actually. Sorry, not sorry. Um, yeah, Amanda says, thanks for sharing, y'all. We love hearing your stories. We're all like a little community. We're all learning from each other. So yes, thank you so much for sharing. Danielle, first of all, this is the best I've seen Danielle look ever. Amanda, Linda, do you mean that you and I are not in a relationship? You and I are in a friendship for sure, Amanda. However, if you guys are going to make me break it down, I will break it down. Can you have online friends? Yes. That's what, that's what I, you can have online friends all day, every day. You can have the best of friends that are long distance. Absolutely. What I am saying is that if you're in a romantic relationship with someone and you've only met them online, I personally do not call that a romantic relationship. Okay? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I personally think that if you are going to spend the rest of your life in a romantic relationship with someone, you absolutely need to spend some significant amount of time with them and whatever that looks like. But what that's not going to look like, and I'll speak for myself, is that I'm not going to see you once or twice a year and say that I'm in a relationship with you. I'm sorry. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Um, Fiona says, it's hard to meet pe people in person these days. I always find it creepy when people approach me. So unfortunately, a lot of us find hope online, but don't go in hoping to find a soulmate. You're absolutely right. Listen, dating sucks. I recently posted a meme that, meme that there's pee in the dating pool. Dating sucks. So all y'all that have met your soulmate, that is awesome. Dating is, is not easy and it's definitely not easy online. 
it's like a job, y'all. I need I need an assistant to just weed out the nonsense first and then like set up the top three, which is my issue with this show too. Like how come these people have to bring in their own, find their own dates? TLC has enough viewers and money to say, hey, we'll, we'll find the people for you because they have enough reach. They have a reach all over the world. Find some people and like set them up on some, some dates. But so far, all, all of our peoples, the Daniels, the Mollies, the Eds, they all had to bring their own dates to the show. You know, dating is hard, y'all. Anyways, last and certainly not least is Danielle. So Danielle uh, is getting a makeover from her friend Lauren, who is putting hair extensions in, which make her look fantastic, doing her makeup, um, lashes, the whole nine yards. And they're going out on a first date with uh, Jason. And it's the first date that Danielle's been on in many, many years. And so she wants to impress him. She wants to look good and she wants to feel good. She wants to have that confidence that she's starting to build back up. And I personally thought she looked super cute. I thought that um, they did a nice job on her makeup and her hair. And I liked her little jumper. It was cute and she was feeling good. She was feeling sexy. And then she wanted her friends to be there on the date, which I thought was weird. Okay. So picture this because I'm trying to picture it. So, First of all, okay, that, let me ask my question first. So let me ask my question first. So my question to you guys is, um, have you ever gone on a blind date? Have you ever gone on a blind date? Blind, completely blind. You don't know, except maybe you saw, because I mean, I guess dating online is kind of like a blind date because you only see pictures. So that's kind of like a blind date, but then you've talked to the person and Danielle did talk to him that one time where she said she like she didn't like seafood and it was super awkward. Um, yeah, I'm still gonna ask it. Have you ever gone on a blind date or have you ever internet dated? You saw someone's picture, maybe you had one or two conversations and then you met them in person. Cause I, that could kind of be considered a blind date, so. Have you ever gone on a blind date? And here's why I'm asking that question. It's because let's say that I met Mark online and we chatted like two times and then we set up a date to meet and Mark brings four of his friends or three of his friends with him. And I walk in and the, the four of them are sitting down Wait, Like it would be super weird to me. I'm sorry. It would be... I would, I would probably not stay. Like, what weird group date is this? Especially if I didn't know. Y'all are here as moral support for Mark. I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe I just don't know how to date properly. But that just was weird to me. So they all go on this date. Jason shows up. They're all sitting there laughing, and it was awkward automatically. And I felt for Jason because I was like, um, hey Janice, hey girl, hey. Um, I was like, did he know that it was going to be the four of them? Yeah. He's probably a little quiet because he probably did Who's the date? He talked to the one girl, but now there's these two other girls. Like, who's who's my date here? And there was only some quick introductions. And, you know, hopefully he had a good memory knowing that Danielle was, was his date. And Danielle's first impression, she thought he was good looking. Her friend's 
thought he was good looking. And, you know, they get up and they leave and they say they'll be back. And then it was just really awkward between Jason and Danielle. It was very awkward. Um, Danielle was doing a lot of giggling and bringing up Muhammad again. This man has really messed with her emotions, y'all, because Fiona from Montreal, by the way. Salut, Fiona. Salut, ça va bien? Um, so I need to, like, listen, you guys. Danielle needs to get over Mohammed, and Danielle is another one that needs therapy. And I know moving forward that she's going to continue to bring up Muhammad because she always brings up Muhammad, even though she's been single for three years and it's been like seven years since Muhammad. And yet she needs to tell everyone that she went to Qatar, which she pronounced cuter, which I thought was, I was like, Danielle, you were married to him and you don't even know where, what? Anyhow. She's going to bring up being married um, and Mohammed, 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 Mohammed. Yeah, you know what? On the first date, that's probably not going to be attractive to me either. So he literally tells her, you know, we can still be friends, but I, I'm not feeling a connection here. So can I walk you out? I was like, oh, Lord. Um, which website link is not working? Fiona, which website link so I can help you? Hello from Montreal, my fellow Canadian. And Faith, have a great night as well. Um, so Danielle's feeling rejected. She's feeling disappointed. Her confidence down because this guy's like, yeah, you're not for me. Um, you know, it's hard, but it happens. I don't think she should feel any type of way. If it's not a connection, it's not a connection. And that's okay, too. You just got to continue moving on. But Danielle, you know what you have to do is stop mentioning Muhammad, especially on a first date. And I personally would have Danielle specifically write down like 10 fun facts about herself and memorize those 10 fun facts so that she has something that she can be conversa start conversations with. Because it seems to me that not only is she dealing with some insecurity issues, but she is not big on conversation. And like she even said in this episode, she wants to meet someone that will lead a conversation, which is fine too. But guess what? Bring a couple of things to the table too. So that when it has, we have those long, awkward pauses, you can throw something in there, whether it's a corny joke or a fun fact about yourself, or, you know, you said that you like traveling, talk about some of the other places that you've traveled or that you want to travel to that don't include Muhammad. How about that? And maybe talk about how, you know, you're kind of doing some great things. Like she's in nursing school now, trying to better herself. That's interesting in and of itself. You know, hi, Dasha. Hey, girl. Hey, there's a lot of things that she could talk about that she didn't talk about. And the one thing that she shouldn't talk about, Muhammad, is all that she seems to talk about all the time. And that dude did her dirty and it's time to move on. I think we are all done with Muhammad. And I don't know if you guys watch Pillow Talk, but for her, for him to be on Pillow Talk judging that date, ew, just ew, Muhammad. Like, stay in your own lane. How about that? Stay in your own lane and stop talking crazy. 
because what you're saying is absolutely lunacy. Um, I'm going to jump to the live chat a little bit and see what you all are talking about. TG agrees with me. She says that, you know, online relationships, your e-pals. I love that. Hashtag e-pals. <laughs> um, JoJo says that maybe Danielle got catfished. And TG also says, I need a physical presence. Same, same girl, same, same. But Amanda says to me that uh, that's the whole premise before the 90 days. That's true. Before the 90 days is kind of the premise. You're right. But you know that you're going there. So you're going there or that person's coming to you in 90 days. So I'm going to give it that qualification. Judy said, I would pay to be his therapist. That's funny. Anyways, you guys, that was the show. Um, tomorrow is news and gossip for my premium subscribers. Uh, you guys, it's been great. Have a great rest of the week. If I don't see you guys tomorrow, I do have a new celebrity interview up. There's an absolutely fantastic, amazing movie called Takeout Girl that's streaming now on video on demand. I interviewed the star and the director slash co-writer. It's up on my page. You guys should check it out. Uh, it's amazing. It's amazing, amazing, amazing. I highly recommend the movie. And it's going to make you feel a little something, something. And it's just in time for May, which if you guys do not know, it's AAPI uh, Heritage Awareness Month. So, you know, support, support support and you can support from the comfort of your own home. Um, how do I become a super supporter? I love that you asked that Janice. You can become a super supporter if you want to uh, join our Patreon. Go ahead and send me a message because all you have to do is go to Patreon and subscribe there and you get all the exclusive content right there. And I would appreciate your support. Um, and if you guys can't or don't want to commit, then you guys, you see on the bottom of your screen, you can support this show uh, by Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, all of those things. Amanda says, yes, get in there, Janice. It's so much fun. Yes. Dasha said, how much is Patreon? It's like, the, it's like you can do five bucks a month. Five bucks a month. Um, if you guys have any other questions, you can feel free to DM me anywhere I am on social media if you need some help. Um, but you guys should check it out. We have a blast. We have a ton of cast uh, interviews. We get all the tea first and foremost. And it's the business, if I do say so myself. And Amanda's reminding, thumbs up, you guys. Don't forget, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. Have a wonderful, wonderful night, you guys. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I love y'all. And if you guys are internet sleuths and you guys want something to do, don't forget that Stephanie is giving up $10,000 if you can find the video where she talks about her products. 
helping aid in COVID. So allegedly. So uh, Vanessa, question, how do I live chat on the exclusive content shows? Um, I send you guys a uh, special something. We have a special secure location where we watch and live chat. So send me a message, Vanessa, and I will send you uh, how to do it. Okay. Okay. Good night, y'all. Love y'all. Those are kisses, if you're wondering what I'm doing. I can't make hearts properly with my fingers, and I can't do air kisses. Good night, y'all. Bye.